welcome to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This will be a podcast in which we analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season including some that ran only one episode. We have promised tonight to do the last of the Razzie films, Holmes and Watson. We'll not be seen tonight so that we can bring you the following special presentation. April Fool's Day! Woo! Ba ba So Comedy Central Month got shorted, but uh, I thought this was, or more Laura thought this would be a good idea to... <laughs> Laura thought... <laughs> I'm not. I'm giving you credit for this idea to do that. Not without my anus. Oh man, I saw what happened. Uh, I I researched what happened to Comedy Central when they thought not without my anus was a good idea, and I don't want you putting that evil on me. <laughs> All right, it was my idea to do not without my anus as a very very special. It is a fifth month, a five Monday month, so we're we're doing it early because it's April Fool's Day. And April Fool's Day famously is known for the one episode wonder. It lasted one episode, and that's not without my anus, the Terrence and Phillips show. Yes. Um, for those of you who are hoping for Holmes and Watson, we are going to do it. It just doesn't come out on Redbox till April 9th, Yeah, which is why we haven't been able to do it yet. Calendars are hard. Yeah, I don't know where I got March 19th. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, but I wish we had filmed us at the Redbox on March 19th going, crap, do you think we could just... Do into the Spider Verse instead. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a better notice? film. Yeah, so we are going to do not without my anus. Yes, which a uh, little bit of backstory I think is important before we get into the analysis of this show. This is the season two premiere, sort of. Yes. Of South Park. Yes. If you don't know, uh, season one of South Park ended with a huge cliffhanger where they were going to reveal. Eric Cartman's father. Was it Mr. Mackey? Or Chef? Or the Denver Broncos? Excuse me. The 1989 Denver Broncos. <laughs> Not the current ones. Yeah, it was the 1989 Denver Broncos. Because I want to point out, Cartman's birth year was 1989. Because South Park started in 98. Cartman would be uh, 29 now. Yeah. <laughs> if they aged. They aged one year. Yeah. Because they, they did eventually get to fourth grade. Dreams. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting because the season one finale aired on February 25th, 1998. So there's only five weeks between the airing of the season one finale and what was supposed to be the season two beginning. Interesting. All right. I didn't realize that. Um... Yeah, it was only... Only supposed to be five weeks, but it was a long five weeks because the first season of South Park was a 13-episode run. Right. So it didn't feel the same way like... Uh, 13 episodes, a normal TV season at the time was 22. Right. So it was very common to have the front 13 and the back 9. Right, right. Or be- vice versa. So everybody thought that this was just the like a weird season hiatus, which is how it would be treated in 2019 as more of like a season hiatus. Yes. And what I, I want you to understand, dear listener, 
before we get into this, is the sensation of who was Cartman's father. This was like a big deal. Yes. This this was who shot JR levels of suspense. Yes. Of, you know, we're going to find out who Cartman's father was. And I was kind of surprised looking back that we were only one season in of South Park. Uh, did you watch this live? I did not. At the time, I was not allowed to watch South Park. Um, my parents... I, I grew up without rules. Like, I was semi-feral as a child. And I watched this live. Really? Yeah. That's crazy to me. And I have never... Sw- I, I go out of my way not to swear on this podcast, but I damn near shat my pants. Really? Yeah, I was... Um, One of my, like, weird phobias is when... The video game or the TV doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, when it's sentient. <laughs> so when a completely wrong thing aired, it was really discomforting to me. Yeah, yeah. Like it really like freaked me out. Well, that is the the definition of creepy is the normal made weird. Mm-hmm. So television is very normal. So when something disrupts the normal, uh, it will it creates fear, and that's what creepy is. Uh, to do what I always do and tie it back to wrestling. What? I actually remember watching an episode of Monday Night Raw and feeling uncomfortable because John Cena was not the champion. (laughs) And I was like sitting in there and I was just like, why is this bothering me? Oh, Cena being the champion was the norm for so long that this just feels upset and wrong. Yeah, like whenever like a TV station would malfunction when you were a kid, do you remember like, when a TV station would malfunction somehow and it would just be a still of the station logo. Oh, yeah. Hated that. Mm-hmm. I, like, so I watched this first run and this was like a little bit cloak and dagger because I wasn't supposed to be watching South Park. Right, right. Um, but if my mom would fall asleep in a reading chair, <laughs> uh, I could usually get away with a good hour of TV before she figured it out. Yeah. And kicked me out of the TV room. So... Just to clearly state what happened before we get into it, because we, we've n- yet to actually say what happened. After five weeks of waiting. After five weeks of waiting, uh, Cart- the episode Cartman's Mom is Still a Dirty Slut was set to air at 10 p.m. on a Saturday night, April 1st, 1998. That is not what happens. That is not what happened. <laughs> this is, like, personal to me. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> upset like, you? Like, I was deeply upset by this. This was... This was also, like, the first time I ever, like, got got by the TV. That's really interesting. Because like, my my feeling towards this is I wasn't allowed to watch South Park. But I would talk about South Park. Right. It was, like, it was good playground stuff. And I remember talking to my cousin about it and saying, like, hey, who do you think Cartman's father is? And she responded with... I think it's an April Fool's joke. But I remember my my cousin called it. My cousin was like, I think this is going to be an April Fool's joke. And so when it happened, like, I wasn't surprised because my only experience with South Park was getting it from other people and that's what they believed. And you also found out the next day, probably. Yes. You didn't find out, like, past your bedtime on a Saturday night. No. Because I was essentially the same age as they were. When this was airing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is too young to be watching, especially early South Park. Oh yeah, early South Park was real rough. South Park was actually part of a compromise when I was a little kid. Uh, My mom told me I could no longer watch MTV or South Park, 
but I negotiated being allowed to watch Celebrity Deathmatch if I gave deal. up South Park. That's a good deal. And I was actually thinking about April Fool's Day, and uh, this was the second time I got got. Yeah. Did you watch Cartoon... Did you have Cartoon Network? No. When you were younger? No, we didn't get that till way late. Uh, I didn't get Cartoon Network till I was in, like, upper... Like, older in elementary school, like, third or fourth grade. And one April Fool's Day, they did the screwy squirrel takeover where they showed one 1944 cartoon over and over and over again. Yes. And it, like... I was shook. That's the term the children use. Because they ran a crawl at the bottom about how Screwy Squirrel had taken over the network. Mm-hmm. I I remember reading about this. Yeah. I hated it. And apparently, like, it was very unpopular. Because it freaked little kids out. Yeah. Because it was, like, April Fool's Day was a, a weekday. I think I was home early because I had, like, a dentist appointment. Right. And it super freaked me out. And that is uh, comments that are no longer topical. And Screwy Squirrel, I believe, is a state doomed alumni because it looks like the squirrel from Awesome Town. That's right. That's right. We had this conversation. Yeah. So yeah, this is apparently a really traumatic incident for me because it keeps getting brought up in the podcast. So uh, we're ten minutes in. We haven't talked about the actual. show Yeah, we gotta we gotta drive back into this. Um, there's not a lot of substance to the show, so this is fine to talk about. This is the episode that aired as a prank instead of the answer to who Cartman's father is. Okay, and it's also um, a pretty clever parody of a TV movie. Yes. Um, it's... Are you familiar with the TV movie that it's... I know spooky? it's Not Without My Daughter. Yes. But I don't know anything about it. Uh, not Without My Daughter is about... It's a Sally Field movie where she moves to... Uh, she marries an Iranian man... And they move to Iran with their daughter. And then she can't leave with her kid. Hmm. Like, once they move there, he, she can't leave with her daughter. Because of the Iranian laws. Okay, so she's stuck there. Yeah, this is like post-Iranian revolution. This is like very peak uh, Middle Eastern, like, panic in the 80s. Okay, alright. Like... Not without Oaks. Okay, 1991, but everyone knows every decade lasts until yeah, until 93. Like 93, yeah. Um, so this is like peak, uh, peak American panic about the Middle East. Right. Uh, this is after the Iranian Revolution, and it's uh, the incident happened in the mid 80s. So this based on a true story, based on a novel. So uh, a lot of the beats in here are similar. Uh, are parodied and not without my anus, including uh, Terrence's daughter being captured and held in Iran. Right, okay, okay. Which I had no way of getting when I was a child. No. Uh, Like, I literally didn't understand that until this viewing. So, let's go through with what happens here. Because what happens in this show is very odd. It starts with Terrence and Philip... Or just Terrence, I think. Just Terrence is on trial for murder. For murder! And there is, like, a lot of evidence that he did it. Yes. There's, like, a day planner. There's, like, a haiku he wrote. These things link times to the murder. Hair fibers, blood samples, nail clippings, a piece of his shirt, a watch with his initials on it, a day planner with the murder scheduled, a haiku called Time to Kill Dr. Jeffrey O'Dwyer. Dr. O'Dwyer, time to have your head smashed in with my new hammer. The day planner joke ages particularly well. 
when you think of the Supreme Court hearings last year. Yeah, that's true. Like, like that joke was so much funnier when you're in 2019 and the world is a hellscape and a day planner is actually evidence now. (laughs) Yeah, very true. So, they they are trying, what was the guy's name, Gary? The... The prosecutor? The prosecutor. Scott. 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 Sworn enemy of Terrence and Phillips who hates fart jokes. Hates fart jokes. He's got all this evidence that Terrence is uh, the murderer and then they get found innocent because. Because Terrence and Phillip make a bunch of fart jokes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, They counted 20, the, uh, an Australian newspaper counted 29 fart jokes in 22 minutes. That's impressive. It might actually even be less. When you take out, like, the uh, bookends of them mocking the viewer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, It's... (laughs) I I want to talk about Canada for a moment here. Because Canadians in South Park have the floppy heads. Yeah, have the weird... Which I always thought was just funny. It's like, no, that's just how Canadians look in this world. And that's how you find out that Ike's adopted. Yeah. Because he's a Canadian. What I noticed this for the first time is you always wear the first letter of your name on your shirt. Yes. And this comes in, uh, Celine Dion shows up and she is wearing CD on her shirt. Yes. But one thing I find very strange is all the members of the jury also have a J on their shirt. Yeah. Terrence and Phillips are the only ones that are capitalized. Yes. And the judges. Weird. The judges is capitalized. Oh, is the judge capitalized? Yeah. I just thought that was weird. Was Bob's capitalized? Ugly Bob? Yes. I, I do not believe so. Ugly Bob. This is the way my life has gone. Nope, Ugly Bob is also not capitalized. Ugly Bob uh, appeared a decade later, though, and he moved to America, and he's not ugly anymore. Oh. Yeah. I kind of remember an episode with Ugly Bob where I think he takes his mask off and fights tooth decay. But my my South Park uh, memories are, are shaky at best. Yes. So after they get off of this trial. Yes. There's just more fart jokes. And Scott is planning revenge yes. on Terrence and Philip. So who does he go to for help? But Saddam Hussein. Who wants to get into Canada. Yes. And barters uh, that he'll get rid of Terrence and Philip if Scott lets the Iraqis into Canada. Yes. There's also this very, like, comically white... Uh, the show seems to be confused between Iraq and Iran. Yes. And that's... A, a com- Even Saddam is? Yeah. And, like, Iran is where Not Without My Daughter took place. Uh, Saddam Hussein is a common target. And dictators at large are a common target of Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Right. Like, in Team America, they go after Kim Jong-il. Right. Like, so Iran didn't have that kind of, like, figurehead that the Western audience would recognize. So I think they just went to Saddam Hussein figuring, you know, white people can't tell the difference. I wonder if that had something to do with Not Without My Daughter. Yeah. Because they go to Iran, right? Yes. But... At the time, we were fighting with Iraq because of Saddam. Yes. So I imagine that people watching the TV movie Not Without My Daughter commonly confused Iraq and Iran. 
True. So I was I I would imagine that's what they're playing off of. And uh I mean the South Park movie was already in development. Yeah, so they were already making Saddam quite the character. Yeah, so they were they signed the deal in April 1998 that would contract them into doing the second season and doing or doing the third season rather and doing the film. Right. Okay. Okay. So clearly they're already thinking about the movie and that I think Saddam Hussein kind of just kind of snuck in because this feels very um, thrown together. Yes. Uh, There's not a huge, there's not a huge plot. There is not. And I will say, I remember watching a South Park documentary, not six days to air. Okay. There was one that was on VH1 for a little bit and they talked about this episode and it was just Matt Stone going, Hey, we're supposed to come back on April Fool's Day. Do you want to do a prank? And, like, that's how it started. Oh, my God. It was not a plan. It was just like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, and, like, it kind of shows. And it's a very interesting idea to do this, like, stylistic suck. Right. Like, it's bad on purpose. It it is. It's bad on purpose. Because I remember, I forget where our first, like, ad break is. Yeah. Like, I think they're leaving to go get his, the daughter is the plan. And then we learn the Saddam thing and then we go to commercial. I was thinking if it went to commercial at that point, I would turn the TV off. I think I did. Because I think I'd be so angry that, and that there was no like tease that when it comes back, it was going to be South Park. Yeah. That I've been like, oh, screw this. I'm pretty sure I did turn this off. Yeah. Because it's not very good. Um... We meet Barky and Purry, Terrence and Philip's dog yes. and cat, and then uh, Terrence like tells Philip that he has a daughter when he finds out his daughter's been kidnapped, and Philip is like, apparently forty four hours pass, and that's like this is the weirdest plot thing to me of like Terrence and Philip are literally always together, right? And they say that the story started years ago. Like, the story started 15 years ago, but the daughter is, like, four or five looking. I I mean, I'm guessing that's the joke. Yeah. (laughs) This is all being done on purpose to be stupid and silly. Celine Dion has a CD on her. Yes. uh, Oh, yeah. Celine Dion's the mother. Yes. I'm not sure if we mentioned that. It's the child of Terrence and Celine Dion. Yes. Who he was at one point married to. Yes. Uh, they also fold into the stereotype of craft dinner or crop. They call it craft dinner. Oh yeah, that's like a big Canadian stereotype. Is that they like craft dinners? Yeah. Is it because of the bare naked ladies? No, I believe that song came out around the same time. Huh. No, it's just a weird like Canadian stereotype. No, this is actually a very early bare naked lady song. This was recorded released in ninety two. But it's kind of like Americans and hamburgers. Oh, okay. Like, it's just a thing that they're stereotyped as eating. It's like, more than that, like, Philly and cheesesteak. So, like, they own it as like, yeah, craft. Yeah, craft dinner. Craft hmm. dinner is like macaroni and cheese. Like, crappy. Oh, I know what craft okay. is. Uh, I don't know if our viewers necessarily know that craft dinner is macaroni and cheese. Yes. But it's that gross, like, neon... 
Now, now you're being noodle racist because I like craft dinners. I'm not being racist against noodles. I'm being racist against the cheese that is orange. Um, there's nothing wrong with the noodles. Um, I can't eat cheese. This is like the most personal I get in this podcast. Yeah, uh, I can't eat cheese. I used to buy craft dinner that had cool noodles, and then like sadly make the noodles in broth and make myself like soups. Okay. Yeah, because I I because craft dinners are great. <laughs> but I wanted I wanted soup that was shaped like the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, no one's no one's saying a bad word about that. I'm kind of judging me. We get to this weird filler sequence in the airport where yeah. everyone sings the entire Canadian national anthem. Canada, a home and native land. What is this about? Filler. Yeah. It's, they're trying to get a 22 minute episode out of like, it's five minute sketch. Yeah. So these, well, it made me wonder, is this a Canadian thing? Like, does Canadian TV have the national anthem a lot? Because when I went to Canada... I watched their Comedy Central. I think it's called like the Comedy Network. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised that they still aired The Daily Show and The Colbert Report. Okay. But in between them, there was a Canadian version that was for like Canadian news. And it was terrible. Okay. Like there, there was just like no substance to it. So I was wondering if this was like a common occurrence or like commentary on Canadian television that it tends to be a lot of filler or if this was just a we're pranking you here's the Canadian national anthem I think it's the second one okay I think there's that element of because they do it again later yeah that is true I think there's an element of they just want to get they want to just have this really long Mm -hmm. this was before family guy cutaways really right and I think this is like one of the first examples of just that overly long joke that kind of swings back into being funny. Yeah, it felt very Kanye twitty. So they make it to Tehran, uh, and Sally is like a baby, and Terrence kind of has the thing of like, this is telling me what's important. I'm going to go back and ask Celine Dion to marry me again. Right. Which had one of the greatest lines in this. And it's Philip, like, kind of upset, going like, Oh, Rosbaz, looks like I'm losing a friend. No, you're dating a pop vocalist. And it's just like a, for some reason, I really liked that line. Yeah. But it turns out Celine Dion is in a relationship with Ugly Bob. Yes. Who wears Bagum's head. Yes, because he's so ugly. And we, uh, she's never seen his face because he always has a bag. And she's thought his name was Handsome Bob. Nope. You take that bag off and he's the most ugly man ever. Despite the fact that he looks identical to everybody. And that is the joke. Yes. But they call him a burn victim. <laughs> they call him a lot of things that yeah. are kind of terrible. Um, yeah, he's... He also just looks exactly the same as the rest of the Canadians. Yeah. Because it's South Park. So she's also... Uh, she's also pregnant. Yes. Which is a plot point that never comes up again. Cool. And uh, Saddam Hussein 
comes in, takes them hostage, and uh, says that Celine Dion has to sing the Iraqi national anthem at a football game. Right. Canadian football. Canadian football game, which means that there's 20 extra yards. And uh, I know a thing about a sport. And while this is happening, like, Saddam is quietly taking over Canada. Like, there's all these pictures of him everywhere. Yes. He's infiltrated Canada. And then uh, we just have this... We have this great scene where uh, Scott is kind of, like, voicing his concerns to Saddam. And goes full Lando Calrissian. That was your part of the bargain. I changed my mind. Pray that I don't change it any further. This deal's getting worse all the time. Yeah, that was probably my favorite part of the episode, is that they just did that scene from Star Wars. Uh, and my favorite scene is we go back to Terrence and Philip who are eating Croft Dinner, and they're scanning the American TV because, and they do like a subversion of it, because usually it's always on the channel you need it to be on. Right. But they flip through a bunch of dumb channels, and they land on South Park mm-hmm. with Dr. Mephesto, about to say who Cartman's father is, and Terrence and Philip laugh over the reveal. Yes. And then it's over. It's gone. Yes. Uh, that was the whole, that whole bit. Sorry. So I guess in case, like, you had stopped being frustrated, they had to jab you one more time. Yes. And, uh, so Saddam is trying to take over Canada as a first step in world domination because Canada is Canada and they'll let him get away with it. So Terrence and Philip get to the Canadian football game and... They put on gas masks and everyone farts a giant fart gas cloud. Which kills Saddam and his soldiers. Yes. And on top of all this, Terrence and Philip are still alive. And Scott's furious. <laughs> yes. So It's not good for Scott. Uh, everyone except for Scott celebrates the defeat of Saddam Hussein, who is decapitated with uh, by farts, with a rousing rendition of Oh Canada. Yes. Uh, even Saddam's head. Yes, sings along. And I will say, all of Canada sings. And we do get this, like, really beautiful pull-out shot. Yeah. Where we start on Terrence and Philip, and it just, like, keeps going back and back and back. And I was like, that's, you know, complicated animation. Yeah, it was a neat, like... It was a neat little part to this... Yeah. ...annoying show. And then during the credits, which were weirdly fake... Yeah, there's like Moose Wrangler was one of the the people in the credits, which is a good uh, Canada joke. And like it's this great little nod, and then at the end of the credits, they're like, "You'll find out soon." They, they said in a few weeks. Yes, which is even more frustrating to me because three weeks elapse. In my mind, this is the season premiere. I thought they did the reveal in a week. But, like, that's another month. Eight weeks between the first part and the reveal. Wow. Which is two months, which is both an incredibly long time and an incredibly short time when you think about it now. I mean, two months is easily long enough to stop caring about a thing. Because you and I have both had the experience recently where we've gotten into a new show, absolutely fell in love with it, the season finale happened, and when it came back, we were like, eh. Weekly mention of Riverdale. Yeah. 
Riverdale, Gotham was Gotham. another one that we did that too. We still haven't caught up on Glow. Yeah, Glow. Yeah, we loved Glow and just never got to it. Every single season of Community. We didn't get into Community till it was off the air. This is true. But every season we loved. And then once we got to the season finale, we stopped watching for months. That's true. <laughs> we wanted the real experience of not knowing when we were going to see Community again. Yeah. So, you know, uh, this was risky. And cheap, surprisingly. Uh, the only credited voices are Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Well, that's usually the case. They have, they have a couple more voice actors, usually in a given episode of South Park. I In the early seasons, I don't think that is true. They, I think it's the two of them and Ike. Uh, I know they had a female voice actor that they used commonly. Oh, okay, yeah. Because she passed away. And there's also Isaac Hayes. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they had Chef. <laughs> yeah, like, the most common... Yeah, like, I'm looking at this, and it does seem like there are a fair amount of... Mary Kay Bergman is the one I was thinking of, who was in a number of episodes early on. But there's a fair few voice actors. There's at least four or five that are credited as far back as 97, 98. So, this was not well-received. You don't say. 2,000 angry phone calls to Comedy Central. Can I just say this? Sure. This is something that has been coming up a lot on the show is they received angry phone calls and angry letters. I had no idea how to call a television station. I still don't. I could send an email now, but like where, where was the number for comedy central listed? I mean, Oh man. I think about that. You could look it up. Yeah. How in a book? I mean, the internet was starting to exist in 19... Oh my god, how did people know things back then? You went to the library and they knew? With the magic library? I'm, like, I don't know how like you would know even who to call in this situation. Um, actually, you know, we're, we're speculating. You would probably have called your cable company. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. But that's probably <laughs> but, who you called. Yeah. You okay. would call, like, your local carrier and complain. Ooh. I'm going to do that next time I watch a show I don't like. Is call Comcast and be like, Yo! What do you mean Khaleesi died? Game of Thrones has not aired yet. <laughs> if, the, if that happens, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I literally just Googled Game of Thrones premiere date because I was so afraid that, like, you were going to accidentally spoil Game of Thrones somehow. But you didn't. Yay. Yes, this is the 21st anniversary of uh, Not Without My Anus. Yeah, it can drink. Many happy returns. Um, It could probably drink it. The drinking age is actually lower in Canada. uh, A lot of media outlets were, like, mad that, like, people cared this much. Yeah. They were like, this is stupid and you're stupid for getting upset. A lot of people just didn't like this episode. Because it wasn't very good. Yeah, I'm a big fan of South Park. I had never seen this episode. I feel like they never ran it again. Yeah. So, it was definitely weird to have an older episode of South Park that was unknown to me. 
and getting to see it with like fresh eyes. Seeing it as an adult and understanding the things it was parodying was a lot more interesting than seeing it as a kid who turned it off when I realized it wasn't going to tell me who Cartman's father was. And then I like turned on like Nick at Night or whatever. So I was freaked out. Now, I will say that throughout South Park, they got better at the Canadian style of joke. Yes. Because there's a scene in this where it's just Terrence and Scott calling each other a dick. You are such a dick, Scott. You're a dick. 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 And it was very funny. But it is a less good version of... I'm not your friend, buddy. Yeah, I'm not your buddy, pal. I'm not your pal, guy. I'm <laughs> not your guy, friend. Yeah, I mean, it's much better. A lot of early South Park, when you watch it, is better for the nostalgia value than the actual show value. Yeah. South Park got significantly better the more it went on. So, was this aired often? No. No? It's been aired in syndication a few times. But Comedy Central has aired it only three times. Really? Yeah. That is fascinating. It's not a very good episode. Like, it's not, like, banned. But it's not very good, and I imagine South Park doesn't really want, like, Comedy Central doesn't really want to screw itself over in the ratings by airing the worst episode. Because they're not hiding it. Like, it's on Hulu right now. You can watch it. Right, And I think... And I think that's, like, kind of a clever way to go about it, because it's not forbidden fruit. Well, it just surprises me, because Comedy Central will air, like, marathons of South Park and stuff like that. And I remember they aired, like, trilogies. Yes. Like, there's, like, we're going to show all the trilogy episodes, like the Imagination Land trilogy, and uh, the... the Stick Car- of Truth. Stick, well, yeah, the Stick of Truth trilogy, the Game of Thrones trilogy, stuff like that. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if they'll do the trilogy of Cartman's father. Because it's three episodes. It's the setup, the joke, and then the reveal. And they didn't. And I was like, ah, I guess they just don't air this. I don't think they consider it a trilogy. Well, clearly they don't. I just thought it was interesting that, like, they just, it just vanished into the ether. And it should also be noted that they make a reference to it in Cartoon Wars. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Cartoon Wars saga? Yes. So when they were tri- like they're building up again to a reveal of will they take down Family Guy and will Family Guy uh show an image of the Prophet Muhammad. And that episode, the next episode opens with will not be seen tonight so we can show you the sequel to not without my anus. And they get like five minutes into it and it goes back to South Park. Yes. And I remember watching that live in college and screaming to my roommate, John, they did it to us again. The show was not super well received just because it also wasn't great. Right. It just, but like, Canada didn't mind. I was wondering how Canada would receive this. Uh, Canada said they, Global Television Network in Canada reported... No complaints. Okay. And uh, one of the Canadian news... What's the average complaint of a Canadian? Eh? <laughs> like, like, it's like, they're not a complainy folk. And the Toronto Sun called it one of the most memorable moments of 1998's television. You know, I really think that is something that should be said. 
Because this is like an event. Yeah. Because when push comes to shove, no one really cares who Cartman's father is now. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. they It's been revealed who, who Cartman's father is. Yeah. Can you answer that question? Yes. Cartman's father was Cartman's mother. Right. Because she was a hermaphrodite. True at the time. Yes. You gotta remember, I did stop watching South Park the, after this. I mean... Not, Car- not because of this, but later on. That It turns out later that that is a lie. And they do actually reveal who Cartman's father is. Oh. No one remembers. Who is it? It's Scott Tetterman's father. Oh, that's right, because they're then half-brothers. Yes. The whole thing. Because then he Mr. killed Tetterman. his father. Yes. Ah! Spoilers for some episode of South Park. Uh, episode 201. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, Not Without My Anus was production code 201. Weird. Season 2, episode 1. Huh. Parallels. <laughs> very interesting, very interesting. So... This was released on VHS alone. Really? Yes. That's fascinating. Yeah. And then uh, it was released on DVD with the rest of the season 2 later. Right. So, since we're kind of... We're coming at this at a, at a, at a weird angle. Because uh, it's, it's, it's its own anomaly here. Is there anything else you you have uh, trivia-wise? Um, fun fact, don't search on Amazon, not without my anus. Because uh, I... It's not... You won't find the VHS. You'll just find a lot of things you weren't expecting. Not really. Like, can, this was well-received in Canada. It was poorly received in America because people don't love being duped. Uh, there was the argument that, like... This separated people who got South Park from people who didn't. Yeah. Like, if you liked this, you got South Park. Okay, I could totally see that. Because uh, South Park, you know, did other things similar to this, sort of. Like, yeah. Like the clip show episode. Yes. Where they, they revisit past uh, events, but it it's slightly off and different. Yeah, and they all end with the same quote. Yeah. Uh, now that's what I call a sticky situation. Yes. I do love South Park. <laughs> so we're, we are coming at it at a different angle. So it, it's not so much of should there be more? Should they make a sequel or a, this series of Terrence and Phillips continue? Is This is an episode of South Park that has kind of been removed and not really played anymore. I think the stay tuned, stay doomed question is more of, should this air in syndication? I think they're handling this perfectly now. They're not, uh, one, they're not hiding it. Like, this is not a hidden episode. This is not even hard to come by. It's just, if you go into Hulu, it's the first episode of season two. Uh, So they're not making it forbidden fruit by making it difficult to come by. I mean... It's not now. I mean, this aired in uh, 1998, right? Yeah. Uh, and you said Comedy Central aired it three times. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hulu's not been around that long. So there's been, like, a huge chunk of time where this episode was missing. Only a couple 
years because when they started releasing the DVDs, it was on there. Right. But not everyone's going to buy the DVDs. There was a time where the idea of buying TV shows on DVD was stupid. It's just like, why would you do that? They air it. Um, I don't necessarily think this is a good... Because with syndication, you have to keep in mind that, like, any time you're airing in syndication could be someone's first time watching it. Right. And I don't think this is a good ambassador for the show. Because it's very confusing and very dumb. Yeah, that's kind of the, the where I'm trying to go with this. Yeah, so is... I, I know, I understood. That's why I said, no, I don't think they should show it in syndication. So, to you, it is a stay tuned? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm inclined to agree. I, I It's such an interesting anomaly. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's not good, but it's not meant to be. Right. It's, it's, it's fascinating. I like that it's available if you want to seek it out. Yeah. But I don't think it's a good, like, if we were flipping channels, this reminds me of, like, some other episodes of shows I've seen where, like, I would, even if it's a show I like, I would be like, oh, it's this episode. Nope. Yeah. Like, if South Park was on right now, and it was this episode, I would not turn to it. Yeah. Uh, I think it is very interesting for what it is and what it means for in the world of television. Yeah. But I think as a show, it is a stay doomed. It's great as a curio. Yeah. It's bad as a TV episode. Yeah. It, I mean, it almost kind of feels like, um, uh, at least at the time, it, it kind of feels like uh, Mockingbird Lane. What the hell was that called? No. Um, Crybaby Lane. Yeah. Where it was like, it was an, an anomaly that had happened, and I was like, I really would like to see that, but not because I hear it's great. <laughs> yeah, like, some of these things we want to seek out because they're lost, or because they're kind of hidden away, and that just stokes a natural curiosity. And this show, like, a lot of the time those media are just not very good. Crybaby Lane wasn't great. Right. Like, a lot of times these media... I'm very intrigued to see. In a couple weeks, we're hoping to do a show called Turn On. Yes. That was canceled during its only airing. And I'm really intrigued to see what was so terrible it got canceled mid-airing. But knowing that it's a 50-year-old TV show. uh, Yeah. Wondering if it's going to be really not that bad by... 2019 standards yeah like if we're gonna watch it and be like this is kind of a you know kind of a non-starter yeah it's it'll be very interesting when we take the first ever stay doomed field trip i really like how this episode is going how it's been a little bit less about not without my anus and a little bit more about like the show yeah Ooh, meta it's it's just a very interesting curio, and I'm, I'm glad we took the time to, like, look into it. But, uh, not a great episode of South Park. Nope. There are better ones. So, uh, what are we doing next week? So, next week, which is April 8th, we are going to do Cop Rock. Cop Rock! Set aside some time and turn up your speakers. It's a cop musical. It is a gritty crime drama set in L.A. With songs by Randy Newman. I'm Randy Newman. And that's 
pretty much what there is to say about that show before we get into it. Yeah, so get excited for that one. Where can people find us, Laura? You can email us at thestaydoomedshow at gmail.com or Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed. And uh, if you want to talk to me about fart jokes, <laughs> I'm at TV's Noah. If you also hated when the TV station would malfunction and it would just be the still card and you didn't know how long it was going to be the still card and you just wanted to go back to watching Malcolm in the Middle and you don't care if there's a tornado warning, I'm at Priorities. Until next time, stay doomed.